Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Several different stories that we are tracking as we get ready for Game 4 of the NBA Finals tonight. The Golden State Warriors in what I think it's fair to call a must-win game against the Toronto Raptors down 2-1 in that series. The last night, Game 5, electric electric Stanley Cup environment in Boston. The Boston Bruins hosting the St. Louis Blues, and the Blues went on the road and got it done, thanks partly to a major officiating error uh, that uh, allowed the Blues to get a second goal, go up 2-0. What happens, of course, the Bruins come back and get another goal. We should have been tied 1-1, headed into overtime if this game had been accurately officiated. Eddie Garcia, scale of 1 to 10, how bad of an officiating error was this? Uh, I would have to go an 8. Pretty bad. Yeah. On the biggest stage of them all. So the result is, uh, from a positive perspective, the St. Louis Blues, who were the victim of probably a 10 on the missed officiating scale, is that fair, in Game 3 when they lost to the Sharks? Yeah, the hand pass was a 10, yeah. Yeah, hand passes a 10. So Blues fans out there, I saw a lot of them in my mentions when I tweeted about this game. They're like, we don't care. We were due for a break. Uh, Bruins fans were throwing down lots of things onto the ice. Did you see the brawl that I, has already gone viral I did, from yeah. the upper deck uh, featuring two Bruins fans or like eight Bruins fans more accurately? I did, uh, yes. That was, uh, that was the guy got a full-on beer bath and then uh, – Went after the guy that, that, that doused him, but uh, yeah, that, that was the uh, the bad vibes there in, in Boston after that call and coming up short, uh, no doubt about it. So the uh, cheapest ticket right now to get in is two thousand dollars in the St. Louis Blues Arena for Sunday night's game six, where they could win their first ever Stanley Cup. They have only won at home in St. Louis before one home playoff game. They won game four after going down 2-1 in this series. If you are a Golden State Warrior fan, this is what you'd like to see happen in your own uh, series, right? You come out, it's almost mirroring so far, right? You lose game one, win game two, the Blues did. Lose game three at home, then come back and win game four, game five. Can they close it out with game six? That's what Draymond Green said he was hoping to be able to do. Carson Wentz, another big story we didn't touch on very much in hour one, gets a huge contract extension uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. This, to me, is a little bit risky, right? And it's all predicated on Wentz's health. So far, Wentz has not been able to finish a complete season in a couple of years. You must feel good about his back. You must feel good about his recovery from the knee injury in order to give him this kind of guaranteed money. You let Nick Foles walk in exchange for nothing, and now you've made the decision. You know what? We're willing 
to give Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers type money over $30 million plus per year. Again, this to me comes down to how healthy is Carson Wentz going to be and what is going to be going forward his opportunity there. Also, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, if I'm some of these young guys out there that have uh, contracts coming down the line, how much money are they going to get? I think there's a good chance Patrick Mahomes is your first $40 million a year quarterback. Dak Prescott, how much are the Cowboys going to guarantee to him? I think Dak's going to want at least $30 million guaranteed, particularly because he's playing under uh, a rookie contract that didn't pay him anywhere near uh, what the market value would typically be for a quarterback. So uh, those are stories worth paying attention to in the NFL universe. We're going to talk to Jeff Schwartz next segment. And so I will ask him what he thinks about that big contract for Carson Wentz when we bring him in. Uh, Drama off the court. We had the Beyonce uh, scrunched up face, angry look. A uh, woman who tries to find out whether Jay-Z wants vodka in his lime or not, and she ends up being destroyed on the internet because people think she upset Beyonce, which is wild. And then we have the drama surrounding the owner, uh, one of the uh, minority owners of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, if you watched Game 3 late in the fourth quarter, I don't know, what about eight or nine minutes left probably in the fourth quarter, maybe even less, uh, Kyle Lowry goes into the crowd, runs into some people, and this guy shoves uh, Kyle Lowry. Shoves is probably a little bit of an exaggeration. There was not a lot of uh, vim and vigor and vitality in this shove. It's not like it was a chest-to-chest shove or something. Lowry was angry, um, and uh, the guy has now been, subsequently we find out that he's a minority owner sitting courtside. He has now been uh, fined $500,000 and also been banned from the team for a year he is worth $2.3 billion, this guy is, billion with a B. So uh, so the impact there is uh, relatively inconsequential from a dollar figure perspective. Uh, I watched this, I went back and watched it, and I always kind of think about what the precedent is that we're setting. So I'll tell you exactly what I think about this. Um, much like I said, hey, Kareem Hunt des- deserves to come back and play football. Uh, I-, I am a guy who believes in not throwing the book at someone uh, the first time that we know that they have an incident. So long as this guy has never had any incident before, I think this is a relatively inconsequential thing. I think people who are demanding that he be banned for life or that he have to sell his stake in the team are crazy. Um, by by the way, uh, I saw Darren Ravel tweeted out that the team value has increased by five times since he bought his share of the Golden State Warriors. So at a minimum, he's just going to make a lot more money if you make him sell this team uh, stock. I think, personally, if I were in charge, I think the NBA's handled this pretty well. Uh, I don't know about the one-year suspension, because I think that's kind of inconsequential in the grand scheme of things. I would be more inclined to find this guy a substantial amount of money and have him make the donation to Kyle Lowry's uh, uh, charity. I also don't know, again, this is my general position in life, why people want to be victims so much. This was not that grand of a uh, issue to me in an NBA game. When you go back and watch it, Drake got into a screaming match with uh, with Draymond Green after game one. Drake is a representative of the NBA. If Draymond Green ran into the crowd and dove in next to Drake, and Drake shoved him like that, would Drake be banned for life uh, from an NBA arena? I think there's a 0% chance of it happening. I also don't like the idea of banning people for life. I think it sets a bad precedent uh, in general, no matter who the person is. So my solution here would be find this guy a substantial sum of money, have him donate to Kyle Lowry's charity. He's publicly apologized. Have him uh, actually create some good out of it. If I'm Kyle Lowry and I get $500,000 or a million dollars donated to my charity and I can take uh, that money and do something good with it, to that, to me, that seems like an adequate resolution of this situation. Danny G, what would you do if you were Adam Silver? Well, it's interesting. First of all, I think it's ironic that we have owners in the news 
when earlier in the week the word owner in the NBA yes, was that is, a new that story. is certainly. Well, right, even worse, this is a minority owner, right, which makes right. it sound like he actually owned. I think we made but fun Clay, of the phrase minority owner. Yeah, but the majority owner, Joe Lacob, that's his wife, Nicole Curran. That was in the Beyonce who, controversy. Yes. So yeah. here we have the majority owner's wife in the news because of her taking Jay-Z's drink order. And then now... For taking... That's, by the way, yes. what the internet has created. You take a drink order and you end up getting death threats on the internet. That's how people react now to videos that they have no concept of what the overall uh, context is. There's a 10-second video and people lose their minds. And she's actually serving Jay-Z. Like, she's saying, hey, do you you want... He's getting a vodka water and she's asking him if he wants a lime and the internet, like, loses its mind and she has to shut down her social media accounts because Beyonce wrinkled her face during the course of that conversation. (laughs) Oh, man. And it just shows you that Beyonce needs a... She needs a glass of humble something because she she was big timing the owner's wife. She's waving to a player on the court and doing all that, and she just didn't want to be interrupted. That's the way I took that. So this Mark Stevens guy, though, you got no business touching a player. And I don't think it's some heinous crime where he needs to be banned for a couple of years and he can't go to the new arena there in San Francisco or anything like that. But you're a billionaire. You're sitting there right in the front. You can't put your hands on a player. And the the lady in the yellow shirt, by the way, of that video where Lowry crashed into the front row. That lady in the second row in the yellow shirt, she took the brunt of the blow. No one's talking about her. But here's Stevens in the front. Lowry didn't crash into him. He didn't, you know, he didn't spill this guy's drink. He didn't say anything. Uh, Stevens didn't uh, have any kind of reason to do this to Lowry. The interesting thing I saw all over TV, sports media yesterday, was the LeBron James effect. Did you see this? How there was only a, we're going to not let him attend any more NBA Finals games for the rest of the series. And then LeBron got on social media and made a statement about it. And right after that, Adam Silver came out and said, you know what? A year. This guy is banned well, half a million I think, dollars. T- to be fair, I think the Warriors had initially said he's not going to pl- return to any more finals games this year. Right, right. And then the NBA also gets their bite of the apple. But yeah, LeBron is perpetually aggrieved. He's always upset. He always wants to be in the limelight, right? He's not in the playoffs and so he decides to get involved in this. I, to me, this is a this is a a, a relatively minor story. Um, that to me, if you donate uh, a substantial amount of sum of money to charity, there's actually a positive that comes out of it. And I don't think we need to act like every single minor incident is, you know, the equivalent of a uh, of a war that needs to break out between uh, people on different sides of the opinion here. To me, Adam Silver handled this fine. A year suspension probably seems extreme, but I will say when you sit courtside. Uh, one of the downsides of sitting on the front row and the only downside I can think of to having perfect seats for a basketball game is people might run into you. I would genuinely like to know what happened here that made this guy uh, angry. Was he drunk? It's possible that he's got alcohol issues, right? I mean, that would not be a, 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 a stunner. Um, there have been a lot. If you've ever been out to a bar drunk guy who's had too much to drink and you bump into him even if you haven't done anything wrong how many times have fights started in crowded bars when somebody bumps into somebody else and they haven't done anything wrong at all right I mean this happens all the time when you put alcohol into it Lance said maybe he had a lot of money on the Warriors uh, and he was upset over the way the game was going I think certainly the fact that the Raptors were winning probably factors into his reaction Maybe, maybe, who knows? There had been, uh, you know, sometimes people get into it Spike Lee style or Drake style where there's there's conversation going back and forth. Maybe they had been going back and forth in some way. Maybe he had said something or Lowry had said something to him earlier in the game. I don't know. Uh, but I actually would like to know what he was thinking when he made the decision to shove Kyle Lowry. I don't know the answer, but I would just like to get into his mind. My bet is alcohol. Alcohol is my bet because it makes guys bow up and do dumb things. And so if I were betting, I would bet that he had too many drinks courtside. And when Lowry ran into him, he just reacted like a lot of angry men do when they've had too much alcohol and just shoved him for getting where he was. That would be my guess. But what do you think? Do you think one year and $500,000 seems like a decent response from Adam Silver? 
Yeah, he had to do that because of There's the, no way you can ban him for life, right? That would be an ex- a ridiculous yeah, overreaction. That would have been way overboard. But because of the malice in the palace and things we've seen in other sports throughout the years, when fans get on the field or touch a player, uh, the tennis match that you've talked about in the in the past, uh, her name is... Monica Seles. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Man, there's been some really bad situations. Yeah, there's now, there's yeah, a big difference can't... between stabbing somebody with a butcher knife and and shoving them on the sideline. So, for sure. I'm not, I, com- I think... I'm not comparing the two, but I'm saying that's what they are thinking about when they are making some of these rules as far as the fans' interaction with players. And, and by the way, for people on the other side, if Kyle Lowry had shoved this guy, I would not want him suspended, and I wouldn't even think it was really worthy of a fine. Like, I would understand if the NBA fined him something because you can't have uh, players doing that either. Yeah. But, God, there's no way on earth that I would think that Kyle Lowry should miss any basketball games if you just flipped the scenario and he had shoved the guy in the same way that the guy shoved well, him. So, and Clay, the reason I take it to an extreme like that is because yesterday on Speak for Yourself, Kendrick Perkins said that he is proud of Lowry because if he had been pushed like that, he said he would have punched Stevens in the face. Well, so first of all, that is an insanely dumb reaction by Kendrick Perkins. But there are right? some I mean, hothead players that would do something like that if they're right, but that's on But that's on them. You can't accelerate a scenario that isn't that extreme and i would say this for everybody out there right like there's always the guy who's like oh i would have fought him like you should as a grown man only throw a punch at another grown man if you are in danger for your life or one of your loved ones is in danger that's my personal belief like i'm 40 years old if i get into a fist fight with somebody it's going to be because i am in physical danger or because there is physical danger towards someone that I care about, right? Uh, I I will only respond in that way in self-defense. So taking a relatively innocuous and minor thing, which was that shove, and accelerating it to, I'm going to try to knock you out, is insanely stupid to me. Um, And so anybody who took that next step, granted, some people are stupid and they take that next step, and that's why you shouldn't have physical interaction at all. But that in and of itself is stupid. And by the way, I don't really buy that Kendrick Perkins would have thrown a punch at him because how many times do we actually see NBA players shove each other and just get in each other's face and not do anything? Yeah. And those guys are at least physical equals. Do you think that that uh, anybody is actually threatened by who's a pro athlete? on the basketball court by a 55-year-old venture capitalist who's sitting courtside in jeans and a button-down. I mean, if you're not going to fight somebody who is your physical equal, who just shoved you down or knocked you in a hard way in a foul in an NBA game, we've seen so many times like these shoving incidents and everybody just kind of staring each other down, then I, I don't think that anybody, by and large, who's very intelligent or very thoughtful in the way that they respond, which... Thankfully, it appears most NBA players are now when you get like, when's the last time we had a whole scale full on brawl in the NBA? I don't even remember the last time we saw two legitimate punches hardly exchanged in an NBA game. I just I don't buy that. I think people like to say, oh, if that would have happened to me, I would have I would have knocked him out. But I think the reality is most people would not even remotely think about doing that, especially in the middle of the game. Uh, all right, what would you do uh, in this situation, Eddie Garcia? Is this the a- accurate way to solve it? I would say so. I, I would even, as far as the suspension goes, I would just say his courtside privileges are, are gone for a year. Yeah, that's if not he, a bad If he wants either. to sit up in the press box, that's fine. But he has, like I said, he's uh, shown that he can't control himself when he's down on the floor, so he'll have to go sit somewhere else. Um, I, did, I did think it was interesting that, you know, the news came out as far as his title that he was an investor. They called, they, they titled him an investor because the Warriors are one of these teams that got rid of the owner. Uh, moniker, right? And yet yeah. the media was coming out saying, "No, don't call him an investor. He's an owner because they're trying <laughs> they're trying to minimize calling him an investor, but he's actually it's an really, owner." I thought that was really hilarious. Funny. Yeah, that's a great point. The media, the media out there who were like, "Oh, we can't ever use the word owner because it's racially insensitive." The Warriors try to call him an investor, and all the media reports <laughs> immediately call him an owner when and it's, when it's convenient. When yeah, it's convenient. didn't just call him an owner, called him a minority owner, which actually makes him sound like oh. a slaveholder. Uh, what about you, Roberto? What would your solution have been? I, I, I think he got what he deserved. Uh, 
just the way he sh- he shoved Lowry. Lowry wasn't even nowhere next to him. I, just, I think it was just uncalled for. He got what he deserved, but uh, no, nothing nothing further. Yeah, I do. I do think that certainly banning him from courtside seats makes more sense than banning him from for a year from the arena or whatever. Just don't ever let him sit in courtside seats again. I mean, I, I think that's a very valid response. You know, you've shown that you don't deserve that privilege. Um, it would be funny if he was suspended for a year, and which theoretically would mean he'd be eligible, I guess, to come back in what, like game three of the NBA Finals next year. <laughs> like, how does the year suspension work? Does it not start till the end of this year? Or, but if it, but if he came back and in the first game that he was back, he shoved somebody else again. I actually think that would turn He'll into be back a pretty in funny time for story. The playoffs. Yeah, like I mean, like he just legitimately can't control himself. First game back, somebody runs into him and he shoves him again. Then I actually think this story kind of turns funny. And I agree uh, with you. I don't think I don't think Kedrick Perkins would have punched the guy in the face either. I don't. I, I mean, don't. I don't understand all these people. Like, oh, if you would bump bump if that guy would, like some people are like, oh, what would have happened if that would have happened on the street? If somebody would have lightly shoved me, like if you're on the sub, like what would happen if that was on the subway? I would knock him out. I'm like, really. Like, who are these people that are just like, hey, you b- randomly bump into somebody, and then your first thought is, I got to knock that dude out? I, like, also, I also saw LeBron James retweeted a tweet that said, if Kyle Lowry had gone into this guy's office and pushed him, he would have been arrested. Yeah, which is the worst analogy of all time. I mean, the guy, the, the, I, I actually, somebody tweeted that to me. LeBron, like, LeBron, the, the, one of the things that is a flaw here is people treat LeBron like he's Confucius, right? I mean, the dude is. I would say probably of average intelligence in America. But Nothing he has against a, he him. He has a high basketball IQ, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. According to okay. Him. <laughs> he's not Confucius. All right. He's not uh, Socrates. He's not sitting around on some throne of wisdom, able to dissolve. Uh, that's me, honestly. That's who I am. But LeBron is not sitting around like, like, oh, if LeBron decides to retire from basketball, do you know where we need to put him on the Supreme Court of the United States? Because he's the greatest judge that's ever existed of all time. That's an awful analogy. Well, imagine if he walked into his private office and walked all the way up to him at his desk and then shoved him, he would be arrested. That's not at all similar to what we had happen here. What this is similar to is if you were at a bar, right, if you want to take it outside of the world of sports, if you were in a bar and it was a crowded bar and somebody fell into somebody else because it was, you know, like a crowded area and then, like, there was, a, like, as part of that fall into the situation, somebody who was a little bit uh, associated with it shoved him too, right? Like, shoved him back. What would you do? Probably in a crowded bar, two guys shove each other, and then people are like, hey, you guys are idiots, and they separate up. There's no way that you would defend a guy who went full on and swung and threw a punch over that. You would think that guy was a hothead. You would think that that guy didn't make a good decision, but it's not like it's a private place of business. I don't know why people want fill the need to actually try and compare uh, a NBA basketball arena or a football stadium or something else to a private office setting. Yeah, if you broke into my office and then if you if you broke into my building and then you broke into my office and then you walked all the way up to me at my desk and shoved me, I would react differently than if we were in a crowded bar. And we ran into each other and somebody gave me a shove. It's crazy. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Let's start with the Outkick VIP line, Mike in Modesto. Mike in Modesto, what's up? Clay, I want to say first, uh, props to you for your segment on D-Day yesterday. I agree with you 100% on that. Props to you. As far as what's going on, Eddie is right on the punishment. You're right on how to pay the fine. And I'll ask you, Clay, when is the media not hypocritical? And when does LeBron James not sound like a, a guy with a high school education when he tweets? Thank you for the time, Clay. Yeah, look, I, I think LeBron is entitled to his opinion. I don't think people are entitled to treat LeBron, like I said, like he's Confucius. The analogy of comparing this to somebody walking into an office and shoving somebody at their desk is patently absurd. I mean, think about it. If you have ever gone into an office building, would this be a different situation? If somebody goes into an office building where they don't belong, so they're trespassing, if they then get on an elevator right up to a floor, if they then walk into an office setting and then walk into someone's office and shove them there, that is fundamentally different. It's not remotely similar to what happened in this situation. If you want to analogize this outside of a sports arena, to me what this is like is like being in a crowded bar. If you've ever been in a crowded bar in your life, you have seen two guys end up shoving because one person bumps into another person. Sometimes that turns into a fight. Most of the time, two guys shove and then they get separated and things go on back to normal. So that's the context if you want to analogize this outside of a sports arena. I don't know why athletes feel compelled to compare themselves to people who have normal jobs. You're on stage, basically, on the basketball court, 
And as part of being on stage, sometimes you run off the stage and dive into someone else who's sitting there watching you. There's really not any comparison that makes sense in the entertainment arena. It's not like if you're at a Broadway play, it, it happens very often that the actor just runs and suddenly dives into the, uh, into the uh, crowd right there with you. This can't happen in hockey because you got the, the, the wall up, the plexiglass. Can't happen in football because you're too far away. So basketball is unique in the way that they have the crowd right on top of you. Can't happen in baseball, really. The closest example in baseball would be when a ball's going towards the foul territory or towards a home run and a fan leans out over the field and interferes with the player's attempt to uh, to make the catch. And that happens somewhat regularly and sometimes controversially when they have to. We saw it last year in the uh, was the World Series that it happened in last year, right? Uh, I think down in Houston over what the exact uh, scenario was. Maybe that wasn't the World Series. I can't remember exactly. But certainly fan interference is something that people have to look at all the time. But that doesn't easily analogize to an office setting in any way. It doesn't even easily analogize to guys walking on the street. Uh, who's up next? Let's go to Craig in Ohio. Craig, what's up? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, two comments. I think the owner just obviously overreacted, but he sits in those seats all the time. And I think what happened was Lowry just went way too hard. He had no chance to get that ball, I don't believe. And he took out people that he really didn't need to. So I think the owner was like, come on, dude, you didn't need to do that. You didn't get the ball. And then the second thing is, the media reacting any differently when Jim Acosta, I, I, I tried to compare this to something, and the only thing I could think of was with Jim Acosta at, at the White House kind of karate chopped the reporter who tried to take the mic back, and then they were all mad when they banned him for life, and they wanted to get him back in the door when all he did was just push his arm. And, you know, I think the owner just overreacted because Lowry had no chance to get that ball. Yeah, I, I, whatever happened with the Jim Acosta, is he still banned for life from the, I don't know what the answer is, from the White House, or did he get to go back? Not sure. I don't I don't remember what happened there. But look, I mean, there's people like, oh, this is assault, like, DBAP, all right? This is not assault, all right? There's no way that it's going to be prosecuted as a criminal offense. I, I don't understand the desire to victim be a victim. In a, I, maybe this is just generational for me. Like, suck it up and move on. I thought that Kyle Lowry's reaction was way too excessive here in general. Like, your team's winning. Guy shoves you. You know, flick him off if you want to. Do whatever you want. I mean, I'd be fine with that. But in the grand scheme of things, like, as if he was really wronged in a substantial way. I mean, come on. This is relatively minor in the grand scheme of things. And it was his reaction that turned this into a story. But... By far, I think the guy has made it right if he donates hundreds of thousands of dollars to Kyle Lowry's charity. I, I mean, that seems like actually a positive coming out of this and a decent resolution. Who's up next? All right, JJ in Washington State, but fair warning, Clay, he's had a couple of drinks this morning without us. Already? JJ, are you drunk? Drinks, Clay. Oh, you sound, yeah, okay. How are you doing tonight, though, man? I'm doing well. How are you, JJ? I'm I'm good, man. So, what do you think should happen? About what you talking about? Game four? (laughs) No, the Kyle Lowry shoving incident. Oh man, you know that was a bunch of bull crap. You know, like the Sonics got stolen, and then this happened. Now, like I I I I tweeted you. I told you that. a lot of crap has been happening since the Sonics left the NBA. <laughs> oh, so you think this goes all the way back to when the Sonics left Seattle? What what happened after Sean Kemp left Seattle? Gary Payton? I mean, that was in the 90s. Yeah, poor that. <laughs> Everything's been downhill in your mind in the NBA ever since the Sonics left Seattle. Man, hey, look, I'm not mad at OKC, but I'm upset with them because they tried to really take our championship and move it over there. Like, have you ever heard of OKC winning a championship? (laughs) No. No, no, neither has anybody in Oklahoma City, unfortunately. Seattle never won a championship either. 
What? Seattle never. Oh my God! Is that Coop? Who is that? I, I, Coop. That's that's, that's Roberto. Coop. Oh, that's what Roberto. Been... Oh, the Raider Rob. Oh my goodness. <laughs> What hey, have you been? Uh, what hey, have you been drinking tonight? Listen to me, Raider Rob. Yeah, your Raiders are not going to win the championship this year. Yeah, I know that. A bold prediction. There. What? How yeah. do you know that? Are you are you a a, a meteor? A medium? <laughs> yeah, I'm a medium. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I know you guys are based in L.A., but. Seattle listens to a lot of your guys' stuff, and a lot of the radio shows are based on what you guys talk about. Clay, you do a great job, bro. I appreciate that. I really do, JJ. You know Uh, what I'm saying? You speak the truth, man. I appreciate that. Uh, What have you been drinking, by the way? What's the drink of choice? Well... I got my daughter here. I don't want to say too much, but I'm in drinking on the Rolling Rock. Roll, I, all right, Rolling Rock. I didn't know Rolling Rock still existed. Man, I'm rolling. Finest. I'm rolling right. right now. All right, JJ. I'm gonna let you go because we got to go to Jeff Schwartz in a little bit. We may need a week. Right, hey, but uh, I know this is nationwide. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, check this out, man. Seattle is gonna ride and. We're going to get the championship this game, or not this game, but this year, this season. The, the Mariners? Seattle Seahawks. Oh, the, the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Seahawks. I'm just letting you know right now. Hey, Clay, when we get yep. into the football season, we I want to, to talk radio. to you. And <laughs> you, tell you, Ben to quit playing with me. <laughs> ben yeah. Maller, he want to keep playing and stuff. And, you know, that, 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 that. Yeah, okay. With them blah, 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 me. We're going to Well speak, said. Sir. Hey, so well yeah. said, JJ. Got a deal. JJ bringing the heat oh, from Seattle. Really, I got to agree with him. NBA hasn't been the same since the Sonics left. Hadn't really thought about the fact that we might have a little bit of a jinx going on there. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! 
What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Let's go to uh, Jeff Schwartz. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Fantastic. Uh, what do you think if uh, should happen to the uh, Warrior owner? Is a one-year suspension and $500,000 adequate? Well, the money is not adequate, obviously, right? I mean, the guy has plenty of money. Those don't really hurt hurt people like that. Right? I mean, it's, it's a write-off, basically. Um, the one-year ban, I don't know. I think that Larry should be able to hit him back next time. I mean, I think it would stop all of this if the athlete were just to hit the person back. I mean, it, plain and simple. If, if Larry were to hit him back, he would realize, A, how strong Larry is, even though, you know, he doesn't, you know, he is built pretty pretty well for a point guard. But um, but he's small know, it, for an NBA player. Right, he's small for an NBA player. But the thing about it is people in these situations feel like they can get away with it, right? And they can because they know the athlete's not going to hit them back. They know the athlete in most times is not going to cuss at them back. And we've seen some instances where Russell Westbrook and other players have gone back after fans. And look, on the football field all the time, we, we cuss out fans. And, but there's a barrier, right? And, and the barrier is there for a reason because we would hurt them and same in, in the NBA. But fans know we're not going to make physical contact with them. And when you cross the line like that as someone sitting courtside who has a privilege to sit there, yeah, they pay for that privilege. I, I get all that. Um, but Lowry should just hit him back next time. I, I think that would solve all the issues one time. It would happen one time, and it did happen once in 2004 with the melee, which is a little excessive. But if he were just to shove him back or to, to deck him back, it wouldn't happen again. Um, I think that I, I'm, I wouldn't go so far as to say that the owner needs to be taking, you know, his ownership needs to be, sorry, a minority investor needs to be taken away, his investorship. Used to be taken away, but yeah. um, but so that's ridiculous, right? I mean, come on, are, are we really? That's really a thing the NBA needs to work on is is not calling owners owners. It, it, <laughs> they're paying the players; they don't own the players; they own the team. I don't know why this is such a hard concept for the NBA to figure out. Um, but I, I would just not let him sit courtside ever again. I, I think that's that's he's lost that privilege of doing that. Yeah, I think that actually is better than the ban. Because in the ban situation, he can come back and sit courtside again in the future. If you just said, "Hey, you can no longer sit courtside. You have to go sit in a suite up by the, you know, the wherever you are, wherever the warrior owner suite is." Yeah. I think that actually is a is a better punishment than the uh, the one year ban. Uh, all right, Carson Wentz, massive contract that Carson Wentz signs. Is that a good move or a bad move by the Eagles in your mind? It's a good move because of his talent. I know, obviously, he's not finished the last two years. Uh, because of injury. His back is a problem. It's interesting. I was at my chiropractor a couple of weeks ago, and he's a big Giants fan, and we talk about 
um, you know, NFC East a lot. And he's like, look, Carson Wentz's back is not good. He's like, it's, it's, if he gets hit in the wrong spot, it, he's going to be, it's not going to get like his actual injury, he said, like, won't get worse, but his entire back will tighten up to the point where he can't really play if he gets hit in like one exact spot. No, he, might, he might not get hit in that one exact spot. Um, but nonetheless, the Eagles had to pay him because you'll get him cheap now. I know it's a lot of money. Um, but in three or four years, if Wentz plays to his talent level, he's going to be a steal. The Eagles have done this for a long time now, paying players uh, earlier than expected, giving them a lot of money. But you keep your homegrown talent. We've seen throughout the NFL that typically you keep your own guys that you guys you drafted, developed. That leads to more success or more continued success uh, over the long run. And I'm fine with the deal. Um, you're paying for the potential. And if he can stay healthy, he's MVP caliber. We've seen him be MVP caliber. He would have won the MVP of the year he tore his ACL. Um, he just has to stay healthy. And the offensive line is back and ready to go. And I think they'll be fine. I, I'm fine with the deal. Um, it's just really interesting because you know Dak and Jared Goff, who are not as good as Carson Wentz, are now going to benefit from this. And then ultimately, Pat Mahomes is going to get like $40 million a year. Quickly, who wins tonight? How do you bet it? Warriors against the Raptors. You take Raptors plus five. Uh, I would even lean toward the Raptors on the money line, too, if you want to have some fun. But the under, I love the under. Under first, Raptors plus five, then Raptors money line. Outstanding stuff as always. Jeff Schwartz, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, go follow him on G-E-O-F-F-C-S-C-H-W-A-H-R-Z. That's too many letters. Anyway, you can go find him on Twitter. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. We are here in the Geico Outkick Studios. A little bit of an update for you from a gambling perspective. After the Blues won last night, the Blues are now minus 300 to win the Stanley Cup. The Bruins plus 250. The Bruins obviously have to go on the road and win game six. Then they have to come back home and win game seven. So if you are paying attention to that storyline, again, the Blues minus 300 the Bruins plus 250. So we will see what ends up exactly transpiring there. Um, But in the meantime, most of the attention pivoting towards game four of the NBA Finals back in Oakland. This could be the final game for Oracle Arena where uh, where the Warriors have had such a dynasty rolling. If, in fact, this is the final game, in Oracle, then that would mean that the Raptors are going to close this thing out in five and they would end it in game five. Otherwise, game six would still happen. But that would require that the Raptors win game four and game five. I don't think that's going to happen from a gambling perspective. I am on the Warriors tonight. My favorite bet in this game is the over 17 and a half points for Clay Thompson. But the game itself is almost secondary to the implications that could arise from the game itself. And let me explain. The story larger than the actual series at play here is, how does this impact NBA free agency? Because right now, we already know either the Raptors or the Warriors are going to win the title. What does this mean about what the NBA could look like come July 1 when free agency arrives? First of all, I think that Kawhi is going to stay in Toronto now. I think he has seen enough from the Raptors to be aware that the Raptors are better than just about any team he could go play for anywhere else in the NBA, particularly given they're still in the Eastern Conference. And what we've seen from Pascal Siakam as he is evolving as a player, if I'm Kawhi Leonard, I start thinking, man, this guy could be the Scottie Pippen to my MJ. That's how good of a player he's becoming on the basketball court. So I think Kawhi Leonard has seen enough that he is going to re-up with the Toronto Raptors. And in fact, that is what the offshore betting markets are telling us now is the most likely to happen there. What about Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant, to me, it seems likely, may not play at all in this series now. But I think that the reaction has shifted substantially from the Warriors are better without Kevin Durant to just about every basketball player on the planet now would acknowledge that the Warriors are much better with Kevin Durant, and in fact, they may need him to win the series. And certainly that's going to be the storyline if the Raptors come out and win Game 4, because then there's the slim possibility that Kevin Durant could come back in Game 5 and lead the Warriors back from a 3-1 series deficit. But if Kevin Durant can't play tonight, and he's not, 
why do you think he's suddenly going to get on an airplane, fly all the way to Toronto, and be able to play in Game 5? I don't buy that either. I think if Kevin Durant's going to come back at all, it would be for Thursday's Game 6 back in Oakland if it's necessary, and then potentially that he could play in Game 7 as well. But we will have to see exactly what transpires here. I think that Kevin Durant is going to stay in the Bay Area. I think the way that this story has shifted from Kevin Durant having to defend himself and tell everybody, hey, I really matter on this team, to watching the way this series has played out already, I think Kevin Durant, looking over at what's happened in New York, thinking that Kyrie Irving may now be going to Brooklyn because they've cleared up some space, I don't think that Kevin Durant, if he's making an intelligent decision, wants to LeBron James himself and maroon himself with a big brand team like the Knicks on the East Coast, like LeBron has done with the Lakers on the West Coast. So I think Kevin Durant is going to stay in the Bay Area. I think now all the tea leaves are pointing to Kyrie Irving going to go play for Brooklyn. I think that Kawhi staying in Toronto. And the end result of all this talk about how this was going to be an offseason where everything could change in free agency may well be that nothing really changes. And we circle back around to what's going to happen with Anthony Davis as being the only real drama that's going on in the NBA. That's all potentially going to be resolved, I believe, by what happens in this series between the Warriors and the Raptors. But I really believe that the way it's played out makes it far more likely now that Kawhi stays in Toronto and that Kevin Durant stays in the Bay Area. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.